Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Peter Barkin, Sporting Sun by two lengths now. Sporting Sun, pure steel, pale-faced Sandry Rio comes off now to go up on the outside of his wheel. Round the bend they come. Sporting Sun in front, Stanley Rio out to challenge the outside. He goes up and heads him off. Master Finley through on the inside. Stanley Rio, Stanley Rio coming down to the post. Stanley Rio's won the end of the for 1977. Master Finley through on the inside. There's a blast from the past for you folks. 77 at Albion Park. Um, the broadcaster, I'm not sure. but uh, And they were going in the different, different direction then, Chris Barsby. Good morning to you. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, Who everyone. was that, that calling? That from the past. That sounded like Rion Murtha. Was it? Well, I don't know, but that's who I think it mm. sounds like. Well, ask someone. Yeah. But, yeah, they're 77. It's a long time ago. Yeah. But when did they change from racing in that direction to racing the way they go now, Chris? You know what year that would have been when they changed over? Was it the late 70s? 80s? Um, we'll find out. Yeah. I'm on to it. Yeah. Now, you've settled on uh, King of Swing, but is there any love anywhere for expensive ego drawn one in the Inter-Dominion final? Can you get a tip for him anywhere? I, I, I did see Brittany Graham tipping. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see if the money's there. So it seems to be seesawing each and every day as we get closer. So it'll be very interesting to see what Jerry Daffy's got to report as far as the, the money is concerned. And... Just the overall sort of series, what's the worst result for the tab? So hopefully mm. he might be able to... I can hear him breathing. I there. can hear him breathing, so he's with us. Good morning to you both. What, what is the worst result for the tab, Jared? King of Swing. And uh, in the final, since the barrier draw has been done, Chris, uh, the seesawing hasn't really happened. It's seesawing one way. King of Swing, new favourite. So tell me this. I asked the question yesterday... Was was expensive ego favourite straight after the barrier draw, but as the weeks got on, the money's come back for King of Swing. That's exactly what happened. Uh, within minutes of the barrier draw, the market went up. Expensive ego was a dollar ninety-five. King of Swing was three dollars. I know in that ensuing five or six minutes, there were several bets uh, around about the two two and a half thousand mark for King of Swing. Got into two seventy. That was taken. Uh, and as the week has progressed, and I think more and more experts, apart from Brittany, everybody else seems to be thinking that uh, Barrier 1 is a very bad draw for expensive ego. He might end up two back on the fence or perhaps even three. He's just got out. He's out to 225. And as I said, he has been displaced as favourite by King of Swing at $2. I don't know whether he can get much shorter, but I suppose looking... At that, the only other thing that we can do is hopefully get some interest in some of the others. And, and to be honest, it's just not there. Triple eight to some degree, but uh, that's where the interest um, starts and ends as far as anything to beat these two hot pots. Okay, well, I'm going to go down the, the entire board here for the Pacers Grand Final. Expensive Ego, 225. Mac Dan, he's one of the emergencies, 41. Malcolm's Rhythm, 23. Triple eight, $16. Spirit of St. Louis, 19. Majestic Cruiser, 26. Bombshell of Benjamin, 23. Uh, the Black Prince, who's the other emergency, $81. Alder Orlando, 81. Max Delight, 18. King of Swing, $2. And Valorage at $61.
Can I ask this? Currently at $2, is there a chance he could start odds on tomorrow night? Definitely, uh, because we continue to see money for him. As I said, there is a huge lack of interest in anything else aside from the two faves. But, you know, there's no, there's no real decent bets coming for expensive ego. You know, there was... Say last week at four dollars, uh, and over the uh, previous weeks at you know, five and six dollars, because King of Swing was always fairly short. But I think I think they're getting a little bit nervous now, the expensive ego fans, particularly in light of you know what everybody is saying that it's expected to be crossed, and that's going to make it very very difficult. And all of a sudden, some thought that he was poorly drawn, King of Swing, and now they're saying he's not that badly drawn. He might be able to work around and get to the front at some stage. So, yeah, it's been an interesting week, that's for sure. All right. Well, that's the pacing grand final. Let's have a look now. And for those that are wondering, it's 9 o'clock Queensland time tomorrow night, that pacing grand final. The trotting grand final is race five. That's due at 7.45. Uh, this, is, this is fascinating, this race. And I'm curious to get your thoughts here. I'll go down the board in full. Just Believe, 26. Majestic Man, 550. Elder Baron Crescent, 101. He's one of the emergencies. Tough Monarch, 10. Caligula, 61. Maori Law, 420. Pink Galaz, 5. Humble Lad, 41. Illawong Stardust, 101. Lot of Muscle at 9. Kai Valley Chief, 17. The Penny Drops at 440. Uh, we've got one Magic Kenny, who's the other emergency. 151. Timothy Red at $13. So as it stands, Maori Law is the favourite at 420, but at some stage this week, I think we had at least two, maybe even three equal favourites. What are we looking at here with the trotting grand final? Well, what we're looking at is a couple of weeks ago before the the, uh, the series got underway, actually the day of the first heats, Majestic Man was $2.50. $2 now we know he's had some issues since. I, th I think if you had, a, had said to somebody that week, well, Majestic Man, he's in the final. He's got barrier two. You'd think, oh, he might be an odds-on pop. But he's a drifter uh, since the final field, 450 out to 550. Uh, Maori Law has been the mover in the past couple of days, Chris. Now, 550 was 460 overnight and just this morning into 420. So it's the favourite. Pink Alars, not much love there. 450 out to five. Uh, the penny drops five. It's into 450, so it's a little mover inwards. And outside of those, there has been some specking for a lot of muscle, uh, 14 into nine. So naturally enough, given it's $4.20 the field, it is very, very wide open. In their turn, most of these have attracted some sort of uh, some sort of interest, but. Uh, tough Monarchs, a little drifter. Um, the one down the bottom there that's in the market, uh, Timothy Red. It's moved from nine out to thirteen. So I think I think it's just sort of too hard. We haven't taken any big bets, and that might not come uh, as a surprise to anybody, really. It's a fascinating race, the Trotting Grand Final. There's no doubt about it. So uh, Maori Law, the favourite, currently at four dollars twenty. What about the Consolation, which is coming through as race number six? It's sandwiched in between the trotting and, and the pacing grand final. Looking at this race, we've got Mac Dan, $2.80. Uh, others in the mix here. Uh, the Black Prince, obviously, he's at $6.50. $7 for Ignatius. Uh, we've got $7 about Mac Da Vinci. Uh, and then we're looking at $9 Lurum Lake. Is there any significant move in the, uh, the, the Consolation for the paces? 
for roughies. Now, Mac Dan's been around about that 280 mark since the markets first opened. Uh, Lurham Lake, 8 out to 9. Ignatius, 6 out to 7. But the roughies, there's three of them. 9 pumped the brakes, 81 into 31. Easily the best backed of the roughies, Chris, is number 10, Western Sonador, 81 into 19. And 11, Pocket of Terror, 19 into 14. So, in summary... All of the ones in the market under ten dollars have hardly moved. Hardly moved. Uh, a couple of them have gone out fifty cents or a dollar, but those three roughies have all attracted really good support. Nine pump the brakes, ten Western Sonnet door, and eleven pocket of terror. So that might well be the upset race. Looking at what we've done so far. Okay, so numbers nine, ten, and eleven. And have eleven all found really good support. And eleven, and eleven. Yep. So nine, ten, and eleven have all found good support there for the Consolation, which is race number six. The other feature race coming through tomorrow night is race number three, and this is the Carousel Final. It's always been a really good race, the Carousel Final. Uh, we've got Better Call Me 320. He's number four. Delightful Dude 360. Uh, we've got Better Eclipse 350, so it's right in the mix as well. $6 about Viva Las Vegas. $9 Vincent Van Gogh. So, again, this looks really open, the Carousel Final. Uh, no, no, I, I couldn't agree with you there. If you can believe the level of interest here on one horse only, the number's nearly in the frame. Number nine, Better Eclipse, opened at 12. At every turn on the way down, it's been backed. Uh, it's 3.50, it was 3.50 overnight, hasn't moved this morning, but it's the standout there, Better Eclipse, 12 into 3.50. Okay, so one-way traffic there for number nine, Better Eclipse. I've got a feeling he might be part of the multi a little bit later uh, when we get to the uh, end of this segment. Uh, let's have a look at some of the other features coming through. So that's Menangle. We'll leave them there. Albion Park tomorrow night. They've got a feature, and it happens to be race number five. It's the uh, Lord Mayor's Cup. Uh, next week, we've got a number of features as well. But just looking at this Lord Mayor's Cup tomorrow night, uh, the favourite, well, I'll go down the board here, Northview Hustler, five. Turn it up, $2. Will the Wizard, 11. Gerardo's Delight, 26. Clintaloo, 101. Colt thirty one seven dollars, Zard and the Banner seven fifty, Speeches Silver at ten, Blacks a Dance at seven dollars. So turn mm. it up, our old mate. He goes up favourite here again, and uh, what are they doing with him? Are they backing it, him it, or? It's sort of a weekly occurrence. Turn it up, in. He goes up favourite, and they back something to beat him, and that's been the case here. Number nine, Blacks a Dance. Uh, Chris Price is halved fourteen into seven. And the pole marker, Northview Hustler, which uh, periodically attracts some sort of support as well. It's a little mover inwards, 5.50 into 5. Turn it up has drifted 5 cents. Uh, as I said, he, he's invariably the favourite in these type of races, but a really, really good push there for Blacks at Dance, number 9, 14 into 7. $14 they bet? Yep. Wow. And, and this happens every Friday. We'll, we'll cover one of the meetings, normally Gloucester Park or perhaps Albion Park, and I'll say the price and you'll say, they bet that and they win. They knock up winning those horses. Well, there was one last week, Hurricane Harley. I think I said 21 into yeah. 5.50 at the time. Home it went. Got priced at yep. the start. 4.60 or something. Mm. And that was Rio yeah. Mirtha, by the way, Chris. It was? Yeah. Okay. Freak. There you go. Mm. Uh, well, there you go, $14. And as it stands, it's going to happen this weekend, guys. Uh Pete McMullen, he's currently on 298. He's driving one that's probably about 40 to 1 on in race number two today. So that'll be 299. 
it'll be interesting to see if it's today or tomorrow night. And uh, that's one of his drives tomorrow night there, uh, Jared. Black Sedan. So $14, he's okay. now 7 So it'll be interesting to see uh, if it's today or tomorrow. And if it is tomorrow, will it be Black Sedan? So uh, very interesting. And, of course, that terrific, that terrific promo, Chris, if he drives 300, there'll be 300 free burgers there. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, the, the big one over in Perth tonight is at uh, well, is race five. It's the City of Perth Cup. It's a Group Two fifty thousand dollar event, and we've got a shorty here, Magnificent Storm. He's one of the boom horses in Australasian harness racing. He's first up. He's at one seventy five. Motu Premier five fifty. Bel Catherine five fifty, and Hurricane Harley at seven dollars fifty. So where's the money going? Are they with the favourite, or are they prepared to take him on? No, they're with him. He's had a little freshen up, as you pointed out there. He opened at $2. That didn't last very long. He got into 180 and overnight he's into 175 There's been some sort of support each way for number 10, uh, Drago, 34 into 17. But it's a pretty handy field and they really only want the one here, Magnificent Storm, into $1.75. Okay, build a multi for us. What are we looking at for the weekend? Well, that's what we're going to start with. Gloucester Park tonight, race five, number three, Magnificent Storm. Menangle, race three, number nine, Better Eclipse. And we're going to run home uh, in the Interdom final with the five, King of Swing, race seven, number 11, currently at $2. Okay, Steve, what have you got for the weekend? Okay, so we'll just wait for uh, that to come uh, through. Jared. He's yep. gone walkabout. Uh, he did have one, which is... Uh, Totally charmed tomorrow. I think it's the second last race at Eagle Farm, the place. Dollar ninety the place. Totally charmed. Totally charmed. That'll do us. All right. Excellent. Uh Jared, thank you. And uh we'll look forward to the uh, the wash up of next week. Uh I'm sure you're gonna give us uh, the ins and outs of what takes place tomorrow night, but uh, there'll be plenty more to uh, discuss. But I really appreciate the time this morning and uh, we'll be chatting next week. Who are you tipping by the way before I go? No, I'm king of swing. I'll, I'll, I've okay. always been king of swing. I, I see no reason to change despite that barrier draw. So king of swing for me. And I think Mary Law's the horse to beat in the trotting grand final as well. So I think it'll be really hard to beat. So that, that that's a fascinating race, the trotting grand final, just in many different ways. But uh, I'm with him and I'm with king of swing in the pacing grand final. Mm. I just okay. want to see a part of the race possibly where expensive ego could find the top early. Whether he gets crossed and then goes around leads and then that King of Swing movement, what happens? Well, we'll wait for Does he roll now. on by or does he sit outside? Anyway, we shall wait and see. Thanks, Jared. Jared's gone, Chris. Okay, let's, okay all right, it's all happening. Kate let's keep rolling us. on here. Kate Butt is with us. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Okay, everyone's got a thought on the Inter-Dominion. I want to get your thoughts as well, in particular with the Trotters, because I know you're very fond of the Trotters. But firstly, the pacing grand final. Are you with King of Swing, Expensive Ego, or are you going left field? I'm, yeah, I'm going with uh, King of Swing. I think his run at Bathurst is excellent. He's a stunning horse to watch. And I really did think he cemented himself to be the one to beat. Um, not an ideal draw for him, but I can't tip against him. So I'm in the King's Corner. Um, as for the Trotters, I'm sticking with one of the Victorians to take it out. It's Mari Law or the Penny Drops for me. 
Okay, so Maori Law or the Penny Drops. You can back both, you know. They're both at good odds, and uh, that's a wide open race. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, do that. <laughs> All right. Now, locally tomorrow night, we've got a great night coming through here. It's the Better Bet Lord Mayor's Cup, 10 races in total. Uh, what is your best bet? Yeah, indeed. A few Group 1 winners amongst that field, but my best bet comes up in race two, number one, Governor Zhujon. I think he can hold from gate one and prove too strong for his opposition in that race. Okay, so race two, number one, Governor Zhujon, the best bet. The other question I've got to ask, do you think it's going to be today or will it be tomorrow night that Pete McMullen creates history and becomes the first Queensland driver to have 300 winners in a season? Look, I actually am thinking today's going to be the day, but um, family's going to be on track tomorrow night, so it would be quite a nice um, way to do it. But either way, it's an amazing achievement, and it'll be great for Queensland to um, have Pete have done that. So, yeah. Okay, well, we look forward to that. And uh, it could be today, it could be tomorrow night. He does have a... Uh, well, it looks to be a sure thing. There's no such thing as a sure thing. But if there is it ever going to be one, this is it today. Race two, number four, away we go. Uh, excellent as far as your tips are concerned with Governor Jujon. More coming through on the social pages tomorrow? Yeah, most definitely. Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at the Creek Albion. So check us out there. Okay, excellent stuff. Appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tomorrow night. Thanks, Chris. See you then. Here's Kate Butt, the Communications and Membership Manager from Albion Park, joining us each and every Friday morning. Her best bet, race two, number one, Governor Jujon. Ryan Spice is about to join us now, Steve, and uh, I'm sure he's got a thought or two on the Inter-Dominion pacing grand final. He's online with us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. How are you? Really well. Very tell, excited. Tell me how you think the first uh, hundred, couple of hundred will look like in the Inter-Dom final, pacers final. Uh, Bontel Benjamin will cross Ego, but I'm quietly confident Ego has the speed to hold Malcolm's rhythm. Yeah, okay, okay. Because Fred was tipping Malcolm's rhythm yesterday, Steve, to, to cross potentially, and then, you know, then the, the whole mix-up takes place as far as who finds the lead eventually. So, all right, so you've got Bontel Benjamin leading yeah, initially, until uh, Ego forces off the pegs and, and makes a play for the top, I would assume. Steve, ask the question. <laughs> and then what part of the race does the stable mate come around? Uh, oh, Luke will just drive to tempo. Um, he'll make the right move. He's the best driver in the country. Um, it just shapes as, as a wonderful match race. Um, I can't see anything upsetting the two big guns. And look, we were really hoping that the barrier draw might provide some clarity as to, you know, which way to, to bet into the race. But I think it's, if anything, it's just made it more confusing. So uh, I can't really push punters into backing one over the other. Mm. But can, I keep asking the question, Ryan. Um, you're the expert. Can he sit outside expensive ego? If he gets up into the desk seat fairly cheaply in the, or mid stages or whatever, can he sit outside him and beat him? King of yes. Swing. He can. Yes. Okay. His his preparation, I think, for the Inter has been Luke has managed him stellar. He's peaking for the final. Ego, on the other hand, I think he's had three peak performances pre the, the run before the series and then his first two heat runs. I thought the Newcastle run left a few questions in the air. So that's that's my tiniest, tiniest pot on expensive Ego. 
And this he's currently two dollars. So I was just going to say he's currently two dollars again, king of swing. Expensive ego was the favourite immediately after the barrier draw, and they flipped again. In your opinion, is there a chance he could start odds on tomorrow night, king of swing? No, definitely not. Not from the back row. Currently, Tab are betting 131% in the market. So if uh, punters want to back either one of the two, I would suggest waiting as late as possible. Okay. Steve, you were going to say, is there a distance risk? Yeah. Well, is there one of them, you know, like it's all new to a lot of these horses, isn't it? This grueling trip. It certainly is, but neither of these two horses have shown any sign that the trip will be a, a trouble. Okay, so you're with King of Swing. What's your best bet anywhere around the country this weekend? Chris, we're heading to Melton, race six, which is the Gordon Rossica Memorial Final. It's a sprint trip where the heats were run last week, and I am strongly with a horse by the name of Spring in Step to be driven by Jack Law. Currently a dollar ninety-five with Tab. He'll go forward, make his own luck. He was monstrous last week in the heat, sitting three deep, running fifty-three-eight. Uh, yeah, he's certainly my best for the weekend. Okay, so Spring in his step, race six, number three. He was huge. I did catch him last week. He, he looks a big, strong horse as well. Yeah, he's a beautiful, beautiful uh, three-year-old. All right, so race six, number three, spring in your step, your best bet, and you're with King of Swing. Do you have a thought on the trotters? Jeez, uh, I can't honestly split Mary Law, Pink Alars, and the Penny Drops. I've, I've tried to, but it's impossible. Okay. Well, it's a very open race, that one. Really appreciate the time this morning, and uh, best of luck across the weekend. Cheers, Chris. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. There's Ryan Spines joining us. So he's with King of Swing. So again, there's just no love for expensive ego, is there, Steve? Well, Brittany's keen, so... There's one. Mm. Someone's got a liking. I am. <laughs> I have to be honest, I am surprised that there's not more yeah. at liking. Well, you know? our next what's, guest is about to join yeah. us. He might be a what's he done swing. wrong? Mm. Well, I'm not sure. He might be an expensive ego groupie. I'm, I'm sorry, I started going off the track there. But Darren Clayton is about to join us. Yeah, we're just waiting for him. wonder where he is today. He's stuck in New South Wales somewhere. Yeah, he'll be staying down there because he'll be he'll be keen to get trackside tomorrow night. Mm. And then he, then he makes his way home. Didn't, didn't he say Sunday it's possible that he'll be making the trips back across the border? Mm, so possibly. I'll tell you what, I found a great Inter-Dominion final too, Chris. I'm going to replay back from the mid-80s, Bill Collins, when he was calling Mooney Valley. It's a, wait till you hit cop some of the horses that went around in that final in the mid-80s. Um, he's okay. one of my favourite broadcasters, of course, Bill Collins. Darren I'm, going to say, I'm going to say it's 1985. Correct. Yeah. Don't give up Is the winner. The... No, okay. Okay. Darren Clayton's about to join us, so... Darren, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. How are you guys? Good. Have you got any sort of love for expensive ego or you're a king of swing man? I'm keenly in the court of king of swing. I think he's the one that we want to be on. And, um, yeah, I just I, I do have a great deal of respect for expensive ego. He's done a wonderful job, but it's... Uh, yeah, King of Swing's the one for me. Just when you went to Bathurst and saw them in the flesh, tell us the difference in appearance between the two of them, stable mates. Uh, I think King of Swing has a much more imposing um, presence to him. He's one of those horses, I think, that, um, you know, they, they know they're good. And 
I think the thing that I really like about him, Steve, on the track, he wears very limited amount of gear. There's nothing around the eyes or the head. It's it's pretty much the hobbles, and that's it with him. He's a um, it's all just pure ability. They haven't got to correct anything with him. His gait's perfect. You know, he's got all the attributes of, of he's going to really go on with it as a stallion too, I believe. Mm. Chris, who made the comment to you this week on mobile rolling about his extended gait there? He was hitting the sulky. Um, uh, Amanda Rando yesterday. Yes. Yeah, he was striking the uh, the, the sulky uh, last Sunday night at Newcastle. Are you the weather, Darren? thoughts on that, Darren? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess it, it's not something that we've seen come from him before, but, um, you know, he does have a, a really fluent gait. He gets over the ground really well. Um, whether they just needed to, to adjust that for this week, I don't know. Whether he just uh, is more comfortable on that big Menangle circuit where, where we know his record is absolutely, uh, you know, second to none. And perhaps the Newcastle track, he just found it a little bit more difficult getting around. Yeah, I think she actually said it as a sort of a positive thing, didn't she, Chris, Amanda? Yeah, I think she was saying it bought him up and uh, it just had him switched on. He was more focused. So, yeah, interesting thoughts. So, yeah, well, that's that's uh, that's tomorrow night. Darren, I want to get your thoughts on Albion Park. Early look here. We've got a good card of racing coming through. Ten in total. The feature is race five. Uh, it's the Better Bet Lord Mayor's Cup. And the favourite currently is our old mate Turn It Up. But the market movement that Jared outlined earlier was Black Dance. They bet $14 about Black Dance. He's now halved that. And I think he'll start a lot shorter. In fact, I'm tipping him to win this race tomorrow night. So I'm stunned by that. $14, he's now seven. What are your thoughts on this race? The Lord Mayor's Cup Race 5, Albion Park tomorrow night. Yeah, it would be interesting, Chris, how much of that market move is for the fact that Pete McMullen's opted for Black Dance over Will the Wizard. Um, I've been caught out again. I thought he would have gone with Will the Wizard, but um, the same as the other week, he's gone the other way. So um, that proved the right move then. I think um, I thought Will the Wizard gets his opportunity to get to the front, but um, over the 2100, turn it up, that's pretty short. He obviously gets to the fence first or... Northview Hustler, he's absolutely flying. So he gets gate one. They might even... I don't know whether they've got enough speed to hold out, turn it up. But um, the, the way he is going at the moment, Northview Hustler, certainly throws a spanner in the works because if they let turn it up go, there's every chance they become three fence with Northview Hustler. So um, we saw what he did in front last week. There's an opportunity for him... To, to try and hold that spot and hold turn it up out. Like I say, whether they got the speed to do that, probably questionable because turn it up absolutely comes out like a rocket. But um, yeah, Black Sedan, so that was, that's probably too big a price to be betting early and, and that's um, trimmed up as a result of that. But yeah, I thought Will the Wizard hasn't been quite as good, but he gets that front line draw and I thought that Will if turn it up might be the one handing over to Will the Wizard, and that puts him in a great position out in front. We know these free-for-alls, the horse that gets to the front, um, quite often this year has been the horse that goes on to win the race. Well, that's that's interesting as well, because uh, Turn It Up uh, did hand over over the mile. This race tomorrow night, 2,138 metres. So do they hand over again? If they do, you know, as you just outlined, you might have... Uh, 
Uh, well, you were probably thinking that it was going to be Will the Wizard, or did they just, you know, turn the script uh, on its head and they hold tomorrow night? So it, it's an intriguing race tactically, uh, tactically this one tomorrow night. Yeah, it certainly is. And, um, you know, it's, it's certainly wide open. And then, of course, you know, the reigning Queensland horse near Colt 31 trialled brilliantly the other day. Uh, 52 and change out in front on his own. So, you know, is he back up to his somewhere near his best? So, it's certainly got all the all the ingredients to be a, an absolute cracking race. And um, I think the the two dollars for turning up, I, I think that'll go out the gate. And whether he can hold on um, to favouritism even will be a little bit questionable. I think. Yeah, yeah, I tend to agree. Uh, that's very short as it is right now. So uh, we'll wait and see. Your best bet at Albion Park tomorrow night? Yeah, I thought it came up in the mare's race, Chris. Um, I thought uh, Molly Secret, she's a mare that uh, I thought she was she was ready to win a few weeks back and um, not sure sort of what happened, whether she just hit a couple of a flat spot for a couple of runs, but she certainly got back to that form that I thought she was in a few weeks back. Um, she was able to... Um, win from three back the pegs on a Friday night midweek race, um, rattled home, and then she was second last week only to Miorca. Now, uh, I think that form will hold up well. Miorca, she was absolutely low flying, and uh, that news that you broke there on Tuesday, I was really surprised that they've sold Miorca, but uh, to the states, but money talks all languages, as they say. Um, Molly's secret. I think from the gate, she follows out Jewel of Peak, gets a perfect trip, and she should be too slick up the passing lane. So Molly's secret. I think it's race number six, horse number eight. You've got it. Race six, number eight, Molly's secret, the best bet for Darren. Uh, any early thoughts on the quaddy tomorrow night? Yeah, well, that first leg being the, uh, the open race, it certainly makes it a little bit tricky there. So... Um, in that race, I've actually marked Will the Wizard on top and um, did do that form and that assessment prior to the driver change coming through, taking nothing away, of course, from, from Chantel, brilliant driver in her own right. But uh, um, So I did have numbers three, nine, and the other one was Northview Hustler. I thought he gets the right run. So one, three, nine in that first leg. In the second leg, um, nine... Uh, number eight, Molly's Secret. She was my best bet of the night. There is a danger. I thought number five, Maggie, could be the one there. So five and eight in that second leg. The third leg, another race again where I've, got, uh, I've been stung by the, the Pete and Chantel driver situation. I thought uh, Pete would be on big wheels for sure, but he's taking the drive on Uncle Shank. I'm still going to stick with big wheels. I think he can win that race. So I think both their horses will battle that out. So one and five in that third leg and in the final leg. Tricky race, this one, the Marburg to Albion final series heats. Four heats held up at Marburg last Sunday. Uh, Ten runners, so the four winners get through. And I thought number nine bucked the system. He was one of the heat winners. I thought there'd probably be a good bit of front-line pressure in this race and give Buck the system the opportunity to finish over the top of them. Uh, Dangers being number three, Magical Ideal and number one, Shade His Delight. So one, three and nine in that final leg. Okay, so just repeating those numbers for the quaddy tomorrow night. Albion Park, Darren Clayton, first leg one, three, nine. Second leg, five and eight. Third leg, one and five. 
final leg numbers one, three, and nine. Your best bet is race six, number eight. Molly Secret draw on the inside of the second row. The way. Follow out that that very speedy beginner in Jewel of Peak. So they're the thoughts of Darren tomorrow night. I've got to ask the question, Darren, just talking about Pete McMullen. Will it be today or will it be tomorrow that he creates history? He gets to 299 today. He's got uh, away we go in, in one of those early races. So um, definitely sits at 299. Will it be a case of the nervous 90s? We're bit of a cricket seam at the moment with the Ashes. Can he kick over into that uh, that magical 300? I think he does do it today, Chris. Um, but if not, definitely tomorrow night. So I don't think he'll be having to wait till uh, Sunday to be popping that 300 celebration cork. Yeah, well, it's going to be very interesting. Like you said, uh, away we go. Starts in race two. He is going to be deep into the red and... Uh, he looks the, the the one that's going to take him to that 299. So will it be later today or will it be tomorrow? So we'll wait and see. But it's going to be interesting theatre and drama here at Albion Park, no doubt about it. Darren, appreciate the time. Good luck across the weekend. And uh, is it tomorrow or on Sunday that you're making your way back home? Yeah, so the border reopens on 1am, uh, I think, uh, Monday morning, Sunday night, Monday morning. So Inner Dominion tomorrow night back up the highway, have a little bit of a sleep somewhere and, and back home Monday. So what's the story? Have you got to get a COVID test when you're down there and prove and I've wait? Got, got one at 2 o'clock this afternoon, Steve, so yep. I've got to go and do that. Um, have to print out a border declaration pass saying where I've been and then have to have another clear test three days after getting home. Okay. So two tests in six days. Yeah. Thanks, Darren. Cheers, guys. Darren Clayton, Mobile Rolling. Thanks, Chris. Great coverage all week. Read the Inner Dominion. No, really looking forward to it, Steve, and uh, it should be a great night of racing tomorrow night. I'm, I'm keen to hear this replay. Yeah. How old were you in 85? Well. Um, I was a young pup. Yeah, you 85. were. By the way, Darren Garrard let me know. He thinks it was 82 to 83 when they did that change from anti-clockwise. Yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah. From clockwise to... Albion Park opened in 83, didn't it? The, the, the new setup with the, the, the track that we've got currently. So that was 83. Yeah, so we're talking about racing clockwise to anti-clockwise. He says 82, 83. Darren Garrard, so he'd yeah. know. Yep, absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Steve. Chris Bars. this uh, replay. Yeah. Go on, have a crack at the winner. Well, it's got to be the frog. Well, we'll see, won't we? Let's pick up the classic stages. They're followed by Wright, Bundanoon, and last of all, as they swing around the corner, Gay Morrow. At the end of a lap now, and Persia Valley are continuing that run, has gone around them and has taken the lead. The favourites hit the front at the end of a lap. Village Kid, the other West Australian, sitting behind him second. Quite famous going in onto the rails third, and they're followed behind them by Toby Dwayne. Gosh is the first one out on the outside, and it was followed by Gamalite with Panyon tucked in on the rails from right, and then came Bundanoon, and last of all, Game Oro. Out of the straight towards the 1600, and the leader, Per Chevalier, a sulky's length of Village Kid. Again to quite famous, and again on the inside, Toby Dwayne. Gosh leading the outside as Per Chevalier's driver slows them up. Gamalite hard driven trying to follow Gosh up and they were followed then by Panyan. Next is Bundanoon being tapped up and Gamoro on the outside of right. They're halfway in the Inter-Dominion final and the leader is Per Chevalier. By a sulky's length the village kid getting a good trail behind him from Gosh the outside in the breeze third. 
then quite famous from Gamalite, hard driven on the outside of Toby Dwayne. Next in the field then is uh, Bundanoon and it was followed by Panyan. On the outside is Gay Moreau and last is right about 24 metres off the lead. Entering the straight now, and as they come down to get the bell, 1,100 to go. It's Perchevalier, a sulky's length to Gosh. Village Kid on its inside, and then a sulky's length to Gamalite. Back on the rails, quite famous, followed then by Bundanoon, Toby Dwayne, Gaymoro, Panyon second last, and last at the bell is right. One lap to go, and the hot favourite, Perchevalier, unbeaten through the series, led a sulky's length to Village Kid and Gosh together. In fourth placing is quite famous with on his outside, Gamalite. Then Toby Dwayne badly boxed up. Next, Bundanoon. Panyon pulled out three deep from Gaymoro and right. 700 to go into the back and Perchevalier under double wraps. Two metres to Gosh. A metre to Village Kid going easily but locked in. Now Gamalite pulled out three deep on the outside. Bundanoon and Panyon four and five wide. Quite famous with nowhere to go. But Perchevalier in front and the driver Perkins has a look around. He's a sulky's length of Village Kid and Gosh together. Village Kid still looks his main danger but he'll never let him out. They're followed by Gamalite on the outside of Quite Famous and Toby Dwayne. The rest look beaten. Brescia headed around the turn, two metres to Gosh. Village Kid boxed up. Gamalite coming three deep. Gamoro four wide, but Brescia clear in the straight. He pulls the whip on him. He's two or three metres in front. Gamoro coming down the outside. Village Kid trying to get out. Brescia in front. Village Kid gets out too late. And Brescia has won the Inter Dominion. Two metres to Village Kid and knows away third Gamoro.